Acts 28. Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood, and as he put it on the fire, a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. When the islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand, they said to each other, This man must be a murderer, for though he escaped from the sea, the goddess Justice has not allowed him to live. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead. But after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and said, he was a god. There was an estate nearby that belonged to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us to his home and showed us generous hospitality for three days. His father was sick in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul went in to see him and, after prayer, placed his hands on him and healed him. When this had happened, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. They honored us in many ways and when we were ready to sail, they furnished us with the supplies we needed. After three months, we put out to sea in a ship that had wintered in the island. It was an Alexandrian ship with the figurehead of the twin gods Castor and Pollux. We put in at Syracuse and stayed there three days. From there, we set sail and arrived at Regium. The next day, the south wind came up, and on the following day, we reached Petuoli. There we found some brothers and sisters who invited us to spend a week with them. And so we came to Rome. The brothers and sisters there had heard that we were coming and they traveled as far as the Forum of Appius and the three taverns to meet us. At the sight of these people, Paul thanked God and was encouraged. When we got to Rome, Paul was allowed to live by himself with a soldier to guard him. Three days later, he called together the local Jewish leaders. When they had assembled, Paul said to them, My brothers, although I have done nothing against our people or against the customs of our ancestors, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Romans. They examined me and wanted to release me because I was not guilty of any crime deserving death. The Jews objected, so I was compelled to make an appeal to Caesar. I certainly did not intend to bring any charge against my own people. For this reason I have asked to see you and talk with you. It is because of the hope of Israel that I am bound with this chain. They replied, We have not received any letters from Judea concerning you, and none of our people who have come from there has reported or said anything bad about you. But we want to hear what your views are for we know that people everywhere are talking against this sect. They arranged to meet Paul on a certain day, and came in even larger numbers to the place where he was staying. He witnessed to them from morning till evening, explaining about the kingdom of God, and from the law of Moses and from the prophets, he tried to persuade them about Jesus. Some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. They disagreed among themselves and began to leave after Paul had made this final statement. The Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your ancestors when he said through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, 
you will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. Therefore, I want you to know that God's salvation has been sent to the Gentiles, and they will listen. For two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Today's devotional was written by Nigel Briggs and is read by Martin Kirkby. As we conclude the final chapter of Acts, you could easily think Luke may have come up with a snappier title for this amazing adventure. Why call it Acts and not The Battle for the Kingdom? Power Source? The Edge of the New World? Any Hollywood director worth their salt could see the potential of this blockbuster. However, when we look a bit deeper, we discover that although it is an incredible adventure full of ups and downs, twists and turns, victories and defeats, the Book of Acts is quite simply a record of the acts and deeds carried out by ordinary people called to do extraordinary things with God by their side. In this final chapter, we see Paul finally arriving in Rome, the place the Lord had told him to go back in chapter 23. His route, it has to be said, is an unconventional one, and even in this final chapter, we see him being washed upon the shores of Malta, going from a murderer to a god in the space of a few hours. He does some amazing works there before being escorted to Rome and placed under house arrest. As we look back over Luke's account, we are left with a wonderful picture of what true faith really looks like. Through all that Paul endured, his faith in Jesus never waned. Through it all, he remained true to his calling and willingly played his part in the story. The truth is, each one of us is called to carry on the story. We might not be shipwrecked and washed up on the shores of Malta. We most probably won't find ourselves imprisoned and threatened with death or under house arrest in Rome. But we are in our own God story where he will use the twists and turns of our own lives to reveal Jesus to those who don't know him yet. Welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. Ask him to reveal Jesus to you afresh. Reflect for a few moments on the last words of the book of Acts. For two whole years, Paul stayed there in his own rented house and welcomed all who came to see him. He proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance.
Ask the Lord to remind you of your own story and how it connects with the grand story that we've been reading through Acts. Pray for names of those you could share this story and your story with today. Let's finish for the final time with prayer. Lord Jesus, help us to take courage, as Paul did, and live a life without hindrance for you. Give us the faith to go where you ask us to go and carry on the story you've called us to. Help us as ordinary men and women to be extraordinary followers of Jesus. Amen.